I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Rose is a collection of elevated plant-based beauty with a purpose. With a mission to connect people to the planet, founders Nuria and Gabriella have not just created a brand, but an entire community set to change the face of beauty. This is a conversation you have to hear. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable & Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable & Main has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder, keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to introduce you our guests for today, Nuria Val and Gabriela Salord. Infusing organic, vegan and cruelty-free ingredients into daily life, Nuria Val and Gabriela Salaud have created Rose with a dedication to celebrating the harmony between people and our planet. They collaborate with a purpose-driven community worldwide, encouraging exploration into the endless wonders of nature and enabling creativity with adapting beauty routines. I especially love their strong message for traceability, connection and collaboration, which you all know I'm here for. Nuria, Gabriella, thank you so much for being here today. And I'm so excited to geek out on our love for plant-based beauty. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. Thank you so much. So the first question I ask, and I'll, I'll ask you both separately, um, is kind of like a entry into you guys as humans. And, you know, my first question is, Nuria, who is Nuria in a nutshell? And I'm the co-founder and creative director of Rose now. Before starting Rose, I've been working as a photographer and creative director for many different brands. Uh, so I would say during the last 12 years, I've been involved in anything related to creativity. And also, you're very, very modest, but you're also an incredible photographer with nearly 300,000 followers on Instagram. And I've been following you for many years. So just have to put that out there for Instagram freckles and a amazing um and then gabriella can you please introduce who is gabriella um yeah just before that i'd like to add that nuria really is a creative force behind the brand and uh i think that everything that people like so much about the aesthetics and and she's just been um the reason why we've we've done it uh so 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 well so 
kudos to my co-founder. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Gabriela, so I'm the other part of the equation. Um, I'm, I'm the co-founder and the CEO. My background is more in business. I used to work for a Paris-based uh, consumer VC. That was my last job before joining Nure on this adventure. I've worked for several startups, uh, Rocket Internet, BlaBlaCar. I also started uh, working for Saatchi, the advertising agency, ages ago. So I think that I've been, you know, on a... I think it happens to a lot of entrepreneurs that you're in kind of a journey like, trying to understand what you like and what you want to do and until I found this and until I met Norea and uh, yeah, so it's been uh, quite a journey so far. And, and you know, I have to just say it's quite crazy because your story and your brand building is very similar to my brand with my sister. So my sister is the co-founder and creative director like Nuria. I'm like Gabriella. I'm the co-founder and CEO. And um, I spent most of my years in France and, you know, and my sister studied like Spanish at uni. So it's kind of funny how we have that very similarity of French, Spanish and co-founder, CEO and creative director. So I think this is going to be a very like um, interesting uh, story to hear. And, and I think we have a lot to connect on after this as well. Um, but I do want to know how you guys both met and, you know, how did the birth of Rose get to be? Maybe uh, Gabriella. Uh, so it's uh, through a common friend, uh, David, who lives in Paris. He knew we both wanted to, you know, start something of our own. And, um, I, you know, I, I was obsessed with beauty. And uh, Nuria was obsessed with creating beautiful content with real stories. And, and I'm speaking for her, but I know that she was a bit frustrated to see that all these big groups were hiring her to create authenticity, bring authenticity into their brands. And, uh, and on my side, I was a bit desperate trying to find, you know, look for the, an ovni, a UFO in English, in, in, um, in the beauty space. And uh, this friend introduced us. We um, had tea, then wine. Uh, then dinner, then more wine. I love that tea and wine. <laughs> you were in Paris. <laughs> that that shows that it went well when you went from the tea to the wine transition. <laughs> and uh, we took it from there. I don't know, Nuria, what do you remember from that night? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Uh, and uh, following Gabriela's conversation, uh, we were both at the same point, but in a very different world. And and it was nice because we didn't have any idea of what we wanted exactly do. But we both had this huge love for nature and plants. And I feel this was something super personal that became something professional. And, and we both had the same vision of beauty and we didn't find anything that we would feel like um, comfortable with. Like we really believe in something. And so we decided to create something that it was our personal project uh, in terms of values and an image in my side and the way to, to, to build a sustainable company as well in Gabriela's side. So that's, I would say, how we started. And it took some months to, to define everything. And look where you are today. It's amazing. Before we get into how Rose, um, like the name came to be and then the product formulation development, you know, that first meeting you had, of course, you would connect a lot on your kind of, um, I guess you could say your passions, your, your, what you find um, in beauty, what you're looking for. But you also have to look in the past at your previous skill sets to see how you can work together and, and you know, 
collaborate. So maybe, um, Gabriella, like, what was your history before, you know, before you met Nuria? What were you doing? You, you said you worked in a VC in, in Paris. Can you tell us more about that? Marketing. I've always been working in marketing, and I, I was I was the CMO for this VC. Okay. And uh, you know, because it's so easy to find money now, <laughs> people would say um, VCs are trying to find complementary um, skill sets for their founders. Uh, you know, like HR, finance, marketing. So when it's very early stage companies, they could use a hand in uh, creating a marketing plan from scratch or hiring a marketing team. So I was I was working on that side and doing the branding and the marketing for the VC itself, which is also very important because you need to get your name up there because as I said, there's a lot of money now. Um, so yeah. And Nuria, I know, I mean, as I said before, I've been following you for many years. I would love to know how you got into uh, photography, social media, creative design, everything. I think everything just came organically. And I, I would say I'm super, super curious person. So I, I always like to, to try many different things. And as I started traveling very early when I was 17, I discovered my passion of photography and I would say that more than photography, it's to, to tell stories. So I, I was using my travels to create uh, images for myself at the beginning. And, and at some point I started sharing what I was creating and people, people like it. But I would say it's been super organic. I, wasn't, I didn't have the intention of creating this so yeah. it just came organically and and it it's it's been a journey because from modeling to photography to creative direction it's been like step by step during the last 12 years and and I was switching one to another one with the experience of the of of the skills I had before in photography or modeling so I can understand beauty from different sides which i think it's it's very important for me no definitely and i mean i love any journey that's organic i think is the best because there's less pressure and you just really love to to you know see the, the growth and and where it takes you without that kind of sense of it needs to be forced and what you've done on your social media is one of my favorite accounts i would say and I don't say that lightly. It's just so beautiful. So, I mean, and I can, and and it's so funny. The minute I heard about Rose and I saw that, I mean, I could see Nuria in there too. And I was like, thank God there's a beauty brand that's got Nuria's touch. And I'm sure, you know, Gabriella, you said that before. It's 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 a blessing to have that creative direction from Nuria. Um, it truly is amazing. Um, I, I would love to know, um, maybe Gabriella, you can tell us about how the name came to be Rose. Uh, well, just playing with the words, we knew we wanted something to do with raw, rawness, because the, the first element that we were using were raw ingredients, so plant oils, floral waters, clays, and we were trying to build a, a beauty routine around that. And then the, the flower rose, um, so, you know, we just mixed them together and then came up with that. And uh, then we discovered that there's a honey brand in the UK that's <laughs> the same name. Yes. <laughs> I found out I was in London staying uh, um, at a friend's house. <laughs> you know, at breakfast, I just saw the, like, what? <laughs> the honey, but I was like, what? <laughs> How did we miss this? 
it happens. But we're we're in, in very different spaces. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, but still, it happens. <laughs> the name is 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 just it actually fits so perfectly when you go deeper into this whole raw beauty movement that you guys are championing. It's 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 a great, I mean, phenomenal name. Um, and I know you you first started. Am I right? With was it a winter body oil or what was your first product? And how did you get? to think about what would the first skew be, um, Nuria? Yes, yeah, so um, yeah, after some months uh, thinking about what we wanted to do, we realized that the most pure way to use a plant to take care of ourselves, it was an oil. So we wanted to start with an oil and, and we wanted to show people that uh, plants are very different and they have a very different uh, properties. So our first oil was meant to use in winter. So we were using plants that they grow in very extreme conditions, weather conditions. So the the um, benefits they have are super good to use in in winter for our skin. And that was our first um, product, yeah. which which was a bit challenging starting just with one product. And with a body oil, <laughs> we have a very nice uh, feedback from, from the beginning. But I, I would say even before starting the product, we started to, to create some lifestyle of what grows good be, and, and trying to see what people needed, actually. And, and we found that people was using many different products. And we wanted to reduce actually this to something that it was super powerful. And that was the idea of the of, of finding versatile oils at the beginning. And then, you know, you've created incredible array of now products today. But um, before we I want to, you know, I want you to explain all of them because they, they deserve the love. Um, I would love to just ask a kind of a question at the beginning of your kind of business um, journey, because uh, me and my sister, when we started our company, we had no experience really building brands. So we were a little bit like granola in the sense of, OK, no business plan, but just a brand book and an idea and, you know, winging it a bit. Was it similar for you guys? Did you have all that kind of business plan completely drawn out or did you just kind of take it step by step? Step by step because we had full-time jobs on the <laughs> yeah, side. <laughs> I know so, that. So, I, um, you know, we were just thinking, let's, let's uh, take one. So, you know, just to go back to the skill set, we really felt that we were a match. And that's something really incredible. And, I'm, you know, I'm so excited to hear you say that you work with your sister and she's a creative director. Because you don't see a lot of duos in founders that are, you know, like uh, business and, and, and art or creativity. And, and we felt that that made us special. So I think we were, you know, when I think about it now, I, we just didn't think it through. We just yes. went. And, and, you know, we, we didn't... And, and now you know, my husband uh, asked me to tell me, we're never afraid. It was like, no, but maybe it was a, a little naive even uh, that we were not frightened. We just felt that this is what we had to do and things would come along. So the winter body oil was our, our POC, our yep. proof of concept. Uh, we were, uh, Nuria started um, 
creating a community on the side, interviewing people from our community, um, journalists, artists, you name it, like more creative people um, who would give us their feedback. And we've always been very community focused from, from day one. So that's how we came up with the winter body oil. And uh, I just remember receiving uh, samples from the lab. We found a lab in Paris uh, that had one advantage, just being close to my office. So, and they could do organic uh, cosmetics because not all, not all of them do. Um, but I was receiving samples at lunchtime and, you know, my, my, my boss was like, what is this new hobby that you're doing? I was like, yeah, you know, just taking an interest in, in plants. And and I was always receiving boxes and packages in area two. And, and I was taking all of, the, all of the stuff that we had to the shootings, all the shootings for clients. Can I say this now? And, you know, she was taking advantage of every bathroom in a hotel to create yeah. content. So the first year and a half, that was, that was Rose. And it was only the two of us. So no, no business plan. Then, then we did one. We have one. But we just, you know, we just went there with all our, our energy, passion and love and, and thought something would come out of it. During the first year, I think we've, we've seen each other like three times. So we okay. really didn't know each other, but we trusted so much and we believed so much in this project. So it was like we were like friends or like sister for, for a long time. She's my third sister now. Oh, I, and you know, this is what I love to hear because I think a lot of people are worried when going into business with a co-founder and um, especially with different roles. Cause you do get sometimes like um, my sister the other day was like, Oh, um, should we both be co-CEOs? And I said, no, but you are the creative force. Like own this space that, like, you know, that is your entity. I'll do the business side. That's what I know. But it doesn't matter. These titles are irrelevant. We're both co-founders. It's both our babies, you know? And because, you know, you get moments where you have a little bit of a tiff or a fight, but at the end of the day, once you're super aligned and honest, you just get stronger and stronger, like any sibling or relationship, right? And I love hearing the fact that you guys are championing the fact that you guys are getting closer in the process of business because I want people to not be afraid of partnering with someone and how it can actually be so lonely to be on it on your own, as an entrepreneur, as a founder. So to have someone can be really important, you know? And would you say, um, either of you can answer, but would you say like, um, you would not be able to do this brand without each other, right? No. I, I say the same with my sister, you know? I mean, uh, without her, I mean, without her, I wouldn't even have the name of the brand, number one. And number two, the products and the formulations, nothing. And then I think she would say the same about, you know, I end up making it happen half the time, taking it from the PD and the, the prime book to reality. So it's a good, you know, duo. So I feel the same with you guys. And it's so nice to see. It's very, um, yeah, very, very, uh, very comforting to know. Um, but I would love to, you know, go a little bit into from winter body oil to now this kind of beast of rose, which has got incredible products. And I know there's this quote, which I read, which is we want to be using our hands and be able to disconnect at some point. And I see a lot of your products are like bars and soaps and beautiful kind of even raw ways of taking your raw beauty products. And I really like that. So uh, maybe Nuria, um, you could explain us a little bit about kind of the thought process in the decision-making of creating the next products. Yeah, so from the winter body oil, uh, we decided to, to create our raw collection. And it's basically made by uh, plant oils, powders and clays, 
uh, and floral waters. And the idea was um, to create different combinations that you can use to treat different uh, concerns of the skin or to, to just like to moisturize or like the, the idea was to learn and show the community that, that you can be creative even in beauty and make different form combinations yourself. Uh, so we started with this collection of, I would say 25 products more or less with different recipes that you could use once a week with the same ingredients that you use every day. And our solid cosmetic at the same time, right, Gabriela? I think we, we, we launched both things at the same time. Yeah, and, and that, that uh, sorry, Nuria, I was just going to say that, that we had never intended to be doing solid cosmetics, not at first, but that was an ask from the community. So we got so many messages, are you guys going to do solid shampoos? And then we thought, well, yeah, it's obvious we should be doing this. So we did them. And, um, you know, I, I think, as you said, it's about listening to your community. You're a very community-driven brand and you've really made it so accessible and easy, on your, especially on your website, with skin concerns for your face, body, hair. Um, and I really enjoy it. I've been looking at your website for a while. And uh, fun note, I know you have the, the greenhouse. It's like the, is it like a blog, like magazine version? And your Algarve post, I went to Portugal uh, recently and it, it was amazing Nuria because you gave me such inspiration so I just want to say appreciate it people do read it I read it I read it so thank you <laughs> um, but actually you know what was the inspiration behind the greenhouse so the inspiration uh, yeah uh, behind the greenhouse was uh, creating a lifestyle and for us uh, rose is not just uh, beauty products is way more than that and we wanted to explore the world, explore different artists, like uh, interview people that we thought that they were a good match for the brand. And that's how it started. And, and now it looks uh, like a magazine, actually, but we started doing it like uh, from my trips, you know, like using the travels I was doing and people, uh, creative people I know, but now we are a huge community and we are interviewing big artists. So it's something super powerful for us. And in some way, it, it keeps us like in a creative mood and discovering different projects that we like as something very similar as you, as you do as well. And um, it's, it's very nourishing, I would say. No, it's beautiful and, and written well, amazing imagery. I'm sure, Nuria, you had a big part of that because it's, it's absolutely stunning. Um, so, yeah, I like seeing brands that go beyond just product and create really a universe around it and get you really much more sensorial with the whole brand experience. And I, I felt that. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of work, finally, it's because it's not, it's not just like, uh, pro uh, like product images and the way to explain products. Uh, yeah. It's also this part, but we think it's part of our identity, so it has yes. to be. It has to be there, and no, it's amazing. And you know, Gabriela, speaking about identity, it, we often find we can often you know um, showcase our true identity as a brand through our D two C, through our own kind of own channels. But do you guys also like in terms of your business model? Do you have you working with retailers? Do you have retail partners? And what's like the plan for that going forward? Or do you want to stay very D two C centric? Well, our take on that is that 
it's not because you think something yeah, at sure. the beginning that you won't change your mind because our we we always thought we were going to be D2C only and we've been until very recently but we realized that today we just started doing paid ads like a, a few months ago our growth had been organic until now and um and it's become so expensive right so we really feel that and also after the we you know within the pandemic like people want to be touching the products and, and smelling them and have a physical experience. So we realized that um, retailers are just part of the equation and not every retailer. So, you know, we've done a couple of collaborations with the Frankie shop, uh, which is a concept store in Paris and New York. And they just are the right audience for us. Their aesthetics are impeccable. Um, really like the other brands they have. So, just makes sense for us to be in, in those kind of spots that are more of a, a marketing tool than a, um, a sales strategy, at least for now. But we'll see you know, what the future says. Uh, and I think that's also learning for us, right? That you know, it's not engraved uh, forever. You, you have to be flexible and, and, and agile and, and change when you see an opportunity. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And, and I think it's really important as well for, you know, don't make hard decisions in your journey. Like you, you think something one year, the next year you'll completely change. And not only would you change the the market or the industry will force you to change because, you know, certain, certain times you need retail to, to drive revenue, right? It's super expensive to drive D2C, especially paid ads and influencers, et cetera. And it is true in saying retail can really grow your business and help then you do a better job with your D2C and grow that whole infrastructure. So I think that's very important. Um, I would love to know, and maybe Nuria, you could answer this too, is like, do you have like a clear understanding of where the Rose main community is? Is it like in Spain? Is it in Europe? Is it in America? I would love to know, like, where is Rose really for you guys? Yeah, I would say um, we have uh, a lot of community in Spain, I would say because I'm from here, we had a lot of press here, but uh, we have also a lot from the U.S. because I, I used to live there for a while, and uh, I think uh, our project in the in the U.S. is 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 very well known for for our community. Uh, but I would say from everywhere, I I think we are. Uh, we have a huge community. I mean, when you have a good product, it doesn't, you know, it, it's inclusive to everyone. It doesn't discriminate. So I love that. And I, love and I would say also we have people that follow us because of beauty and we have people that follow us because they like photography or travel. So uh, it's, it's a very different uh, profile of people that, that is following us. And I, I, I mean... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Again to Nerea, but like what you recently you did a, I mean, seeing your campaigns, etc. It's absolutely stunning. Like I, I put them straight into our mood board for Fable and Main of like one day, can we do something like this? Um, how how is like a campaign for you? Like how does it? What's like the process? And is it a lot of obviously it's a lot of work, but is it very like um, grassroots done very like at home or is it done in a big studio? We'd love to know. Oh, it depends. I can uh, I can take pictures everywhere. I see that it's a beautiful moment and it's a beautiful light. I don't need a huge production to to create content. And actually I love when it's something kind of unique in terms of light or, or this, the, the scenery. So uh, all the beginning of Rose has been creating content everywhere. And I think it's part of the, of the identity because also we have ingredients from everywhere, which is so inspiring for me. Uh, I used to check which ingredients we have from the place I was traveling with, you know, like, and uh, trying to find a way to create content for the brand. And um, the process, uh, I would say, um, I mean, it's it's not easy when it comes to a big team, but it's easy for me to to have ideas of how we, I want to to show the product and what is the inspiration of of the brand. And I've been very lucky because Gabriela, uh, even though she's more in the business part, she has a beautiful sense of, of, of um, for the image of the brand, and she trusts me a lot. Can I can I say that I think that and that is the strength of Rose that if you think of any other brand that is creating as much content as we do, there are not many, and it's it, it's so expensive to create content, right? So usually you start with an agency or you have a freelancer or, and for us to have, we created an in-house creative studio in Barcelona where Nuria is, I don't know if you've seen the pictures um, of, of, it's also showroom now, but it's just, it's, it's magical because our growth manager says mm, one day, Hey, so for this ad, I was thinking that maybe it'd be great to have a video of someone applying the product. And the next day, Nuri is creating that, that content in the studio. And that's just amazing. It's amazing also because, I mean, when you build, when you have a commercial brand, I think the majority of the costs end up being post-production, you know, post post-production in the usage rights and all that stuff. So you guys have omitted that anyway. But also, you're, you're, you, I think today more than ever, 
we create so much assets because now social media is demanding like one post a day and your retailers want something new that they haven't been posted on social media or whatever it is. Or you go to a magazine and they want to feature an article, but they want something new. So the content bank you need to have is super like big and demanding so to have that and i think what you've done is really smart is also have like whether it's a you know you have a showroom x a, a creative studio um close to you nuria i think it's it's genius and i think a lot of people are i see this in america a lot with a lot of my fellow sephora brands that are doing like beautiful showrooms it's just um yeah i think uh, that's where brands should be going definitely yeah, and also because we don't have uh, we don't have a store where people can go and, and and know the brand, so it was so important for us to have a space that really represent represent us, and we can invite people and 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 do events and create content. So it's kind of our universe, and uh, in terms of ideas and creativity, uh, there is a lot. Uh, a lot of uh, in in our studio, so it's it's super nice. Beautiful, I've seen it, and and uh, I mean, I will say one of my favorite shots that you guys have done. I think it was in your ads as well, which I I I, I was successfully delivered, and I really liked them. So good job to your ads team and your social media team. Um, but it was the one in the shower um, outside. There was like I don't know if it was in a hotel or something. I mean, that was like I mean, top top level. I mean, you could. You, I want. I actually, I do want to know how was that done? Because I'm. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to explain you. Uh, it's actually our creative team. We went at five in the morning to a beach uh, near Barcelona. It's like forty minutes, and it was still night. So we were uh, there uh, around six, and we saw the the sunrise, and then we 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 just uh, shot there the the ad, and it was very funny. It's super creative. And it was just us. And uh, then after that, we went for uh, to have breakfast and back to the office. And yeah, and, and the day started. So when people wake up, you already shot a whole campaign. I love it. I love that. And had three cold showers. And three cold showers. Exactly. And people say you always wake up with a cold shower. You're very amazing. Um, um, but, you know, and also touching um, from creativity to sustainability, I know you guys, um, you're advocates for this and um, you source ingredients really you know from like i know the moroccan desert and these mountains um and i think production is in spain i would love to just know a bit more about your sustainable efforts and what you're committed to doing uh, gabriella um I, I think it's so hard today to find a proper definition of sustainability for a lot of brands you know it either means that products are organic or uh that you work with local producers so for us it's just like the kind of a, you know the the sum of all the efforts um starting i'd say Nure was reminding me of this earlier today that you know the fact that we wanted to be uh, self-financed from the beginning we only did a seed round last year when we really felt that it was time to scale um, you know even our growth has been sustainable we are not trying to build a machine that is just spending so much money on Facebook ads and and you know pushing people down uh, pushing things and content down people's throats when you don't know if they really want to see that or buy that so, you know, from there, from day one, we've been very careful and mindful of what we're trying to build. So we work with uh, family-owned uh, suppliers, whether it's our printer near Barcelona or our two labs, independent labs in Spain. Everything uh, is done in-house. We have an amazing person, Lamia Al-Kadiri, who's uh, 
the the beautiful mind behind the product strategy and and the formulations themselves because she's creating them. So we, you know, like we have an in-house studio. So uh, in Madrid, in our office, we have a kitchen that we turn into a lab. So that's where she cooks and ha comes up with the first ideas. Uh, then everything's tested, of course, in a proper lab. But like all the the conception and creation is 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 done here. Um, so it's you know the, the All effort, every effort counts. Uh, we're using glass instead of plastic, uh, and now we are looking into um, reverse logistics, and that's something that's so hard. And we were, I was just talking about it with another startup yesterday, and they're doing that in the U.S. And we feel that the U.S. is moving forward so fast compared to Europe, and here you don't have those many options. So I think the struggle is to have the whole industry keeping up with what you want to do and having offers that are affordable and, and, and suitable for a young startup. I love it. And, and I think also, as you said, is you have a really strong vision and I think you're ticking a lot more boxes than most beauty brands are in the world, which is already a huge feat. But I think also people need to understand that it's really expensive to be sustainable today, especially in certain markets, you know, like to have that whole reverse logistics and recyclable, all that stuff. You have to have a lot of revenue and a lot of... I guess you could say team and infrastructure set up. So for a startup, it's about finding that kind of right time and balancing it all. Um, but it's a journey. We always say, right? It's a journey every month, every day, we're going to get better and better as a brand. So super important. Yeah. And, and in the end, you know, we always try to sell that we're not selling beauty products. We are, it's all about the lifestyle. So if we can inspire other people to be scaling down their beauty routine to just the essential, to learning how to use a plant oil and, you know, find out that you can actually use it as a makeup remover uh, for your hair, for your nails, for your face, for everything. Um, and we're doing that through Nuria's content and her team's content. So, you know, that also kind of ticks the box because it's like part of a movement and we're all going towards that. Yeah. And I think it's also, it's, it's a movement that I'm really glad you guys are working on because similar to us in, in our brand, it's, it's actually going even back to the past. Like we're going back to Ayurveda, 4,000 year old science and less was more, you know, like one plant was your shampoo, was your oil, was your, was your soap. And we actually think the best way to, to work today is sell less to, you know, to change more, basically, like, you don't need to have our shampoos, you definitely need to have 20 shampoos in your, in your shower, forget that, you know, but if you do want to switch to something that can be a lot more encompassing, you know, here are some products, and I think that's what you guys have done, which I think is also one of the most sustainable actions people can do today, especially a brand like yours. Um, but, you know, before we go into, like, to some fire round questions, I do want to touch upon, you, you're a newly founded brand, so the pandemic is pretty much majority of what business and the brand's history has been surrounded with, and same as mine. Uh, what has it been like um, growing and working among the pandemic? Uh, obviously, you guys are in different countries too, so working, is it mainly Zooms? And what's it been like, Nuria? Yeah, so we were working from home, Gabriela in Madrid, and I was in uh, near Barcelona. And we spent a lot of time thinking what, what we could do to, to inspire people in a very dark moment, I would say. Uh, so we were creating content from home. We were uh, sharing proposals of uh, recipe, beauty recipes that you can make with the things that you find in the kitchen. And we were doing creative uh, content uh, um, 
that worked really well. Like people found a way to to be creative and and take pictures and sharing them. So I would say for us, it was kind of um, a way to get new new customers and to engage the ones that we already had because people had more time to take care of themselves. And they really appreciated uh, to find projects that they were like um, bringing something else during during these days. Um, yeah. But for us, it, it was kind of a nightmare, like uh, waking up thinking that uh, we didn't know if they would uh, uh, close the logistics center and uh, our suppliers were closed. So it was uh, challenging, but um, such an experience we had with, with the brand. And I guess the only comforting thought is you're not alone, right? I mean, a lot of people, are, a lot of brands and companies are going through the same, but it's just, it's so tough, especially in the early stage. But, um, uh, you know, on that note, I do want to ask, and Gabriella, what is the future of Rose to you both? Uh, you know, is it, um, what's your plans? <laughs> we have many plans and wild dreams. Uh, for now, uh, we think we've been very good at, 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 building a strong foundation and it's about scaling now so we are our main markets are spain france germany italy the uk and the us uh, the us is definitely worth exploring for us without doing any particular effort or spending anything in marketing we know that we have a, a strong customer basis there and people who are coming back um so yeah you know it's like we want to jump on a plane and <laughs> see what's out there but um Step by step, um, Asia is also very appealing. We, to be honest, it's like how do you how do you start? I mean, we've had these conversations with our with our business angels and and with other people in the community, and it's so exciting because we really want to take this, you know, out there and make the movement bigger and bigger. Um, and then maybe Nuria, if you want to share our wildest dream. <laughs> no, we have this uh, idea. I think since uh, our first conversation, I would say that first glass of wine, like creating creating some uh, a residency or farm where we can uh, have our uh, where we can grow our own ingredients that we have in the collection, and we can invite people and we can yeah have artists stay there and. You know, like a, a proper art residency, but to also harvest ingredients that would go into the product. So, you know, full circle. That would be, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps. That would be amazing. <laughs> so, please, I mean, yes, international expansion is important and market penetration, <laughs> but guys, for our cash, just focus on that a bit yeah. more. That's Everything be, can change, but this idea it's, it's there since and the very beginning. It will help everything 360. So, that's something I think. Um, you guys should really focus on it's incredible and and also it's just a another huge potential for content creation and and collecting to your brand it's just incredible that's a great yeah and sustainability of course um but you know before we go into the fire round i have a question i ask all my guests and it's about travels opening up and securities being strict but they are allowing you both to take one product each from rose so um maybe gabriella first what's your go-to product from rose <laughs> One product, only one. One, only one. The hemp oil. No. Nice. I think you're just going to say the same. And why the hemp oil? Well, because hemp is just, it's an amazing plant for every type of skin. I use it on my baby's butt because she's had eczema from, you know, since she's 
was born. Uh, it's great for combination skin. It's great for irritated skin because it really calms irritations. So it's just, uh, you know, when we talk about versatility, that, that's it. You can do everything. You can use it for your face. You can use it for your hair. You can use it for very dry patches um, your skin during the winter. So, yeah, I would take that. Amazing. And Nuria? <laughs> I was going to say him oil as well. <laughs> but you know what? You can take another one because you're going to be sitting next to each other. So. Super volume shampoo. Thank you. Thank you. Just my hair changed a lot since I'm using it. And, and it's crazy because uh, I used to think that my hair was like so boring, you know, like, uh, and now it's, uh, it changed and I'm not using conditioner. I mean, for me, it was a huge change for, for everything and uh, I, w- I would say that. And it's so easy to travel with uh, solid shampoo. And it's, it's a perfect product for me. Our c- shampoos actually contain Ayurvedic plants. Ah. Uh, Shikakai and Emla, so you would know about I do that. know indeed. Oh, I'm going to go after and, and buy everything. I'm really excited. That's super. Um, I mean, and yeah, and thank you for bringing, you know, all kind of cultures and ingredients to the forefront because that's what we need, you know. So important. Um, but we're going to go now to fire round questions. So quick answers to the questions. And I'm going to start with Gabriella and then Nuria. So the first question, Gabriella, is what's another beauty brand you're currently loving? Oh, there's a beautiful brand that we both love. It's uh, Costa Brazil. Um, it's a, a luxury beauty brand that has uh, more a body product. They're super expensive, but just the aesthetics and the branding is beautiful. So I'd say that one. Nice. And Nuria? Yeah, I, I could say. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the way they 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 express the brand. It's it's different, but kind of similar. It's very authentic in terms of creativity. So so it's. It, Nice. Um, Gabriela, what's a guilty pleasure of yours? And I'm going to um, veto sugar and desserts because everyone says that. So what's another guilty pleasure of yours? Um, so I started cycling <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> you know, uh, like, like uh, so every every country has their equivalent of soul cycle. Yeah, of course. Now, uh, My so friend I'm just going... opened one called Lapso Studios in Barcelona, by the way. You guys oh, really? Yeah, it just opened. So it's we'll a, literally the new soul cycle of Barcelona. Uh, but which one do you go to? Where you uh, so it's called Ciclo. They, yeah. they all have a different name, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think so. It's it's the same. The only thing in Spain is that you you you, you, you cycle listening to reggaeton. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's, that. that's <laughs> the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> so, but um, I love because it's only forty five minutes, and you give everything you have on that bike, and you know it's like it is amazing the feeling after that when you're exhausted and sweaty and and because it's so hard sometimes it's like the only time when my mind can actually stop thinking about you know work and 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 the business or family or it's just there so it's kind of a a sort of meditation even i'd say it is i mean i i (laughs) when you come to london i'll take you to um um oh yes uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fanatic. I mean, I've done all the soul cycles. I even have a Peloton at home, but it's not the same as a studio. A studio <gasps> no, it's not the same. It's not the same. You need that music, you need the vibe. Um, so I completely, it's one of my guilty pleasures too, spinning. So I feel you, I feel you. And then Nuria, what's your guilty pleasure? Uh, mine is more a lazy one, but I would say messages are like uh, my favorite thing when I travel, especially when I'm alone. 
in a yes. hotel or something. It's uh, to it's sign a moment for me. Yeah, uh, I, but that's a, it's an expensive, but it's a really good guilty pleasure. <laughs> Um, what are you currently watching or reading, Gabriella? Um, so I'm I'm rereading Dorian Gray actually this week. Oscar Wilde. It's been a while. Nice. It's kind of the book you read in English class, right? I, I, exactly. I love classics. I love classics. I was uh, rereading Zola during the, and you know it's it's old books that you actually read when you're in high school, and I don't know for like a year or so I've been rereading Proust and and all. I'm I'm a fan of all the classics, and I feel they're just a f- um, no a bowl of fresh air into a very techy connected world completely agree nice uh, um nuria i'm actually reading a book about maternity which is uh <laughs> because i'm pregnant and i'm uh, trying cool. to find a balance uh, of uh, work and personal life and uh this is kind of help me helping me to to understand my new uh, the new thing is coming and so that's what i'm reading actually now oh well congratulations by the way <laughs> Very exciting. Um, what's your favorite social media platform right now, Gabriella? I don't want to say they're favorites because we really are trying to disconnect. But I'd say that the ones we use the most are obviously Instagram. Yeah. For Rose. Would you consider Slack as a social media platform? Yeah, I mean, anything where you connect with people is a social media. I mean, well, LinkedIn I think, is, so Slack yeah. Oh, God, LinkedIn, no. LinkedIn is the yeah. worst thing. I don't know who's in charge of UX, but... Oh, yeah, from a UX, it's terrible. But I do find the value in, like... So, yeah, I love how your post can get quite, like, not viral, but can get out there because mm. if someone likes it... But then now I also get nervous about liking someone's post because I feel all my connection is going to see that like. So it's like, it's a very, <laughs> very like, it's not very private, but um, I, the UX is pretty terrible with LinkedIn. I agree. I need to work on that. Um, and then Nuria, what's your favorite social? Well, yeah, I have sure to say Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I thought so. It's just, yeah, it's a lot more visual. And, and you know, photos, I think are still so, everyone says video, 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 but there's so much importance with photos. I prefer photos, to be honest. So. And then last question, Gabriella, is if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, what would you be doing right now? Trying to be one. <laughs> so I love that. So beauty is, is, is everything for you. Yeah, because it's not just beauty. You wouldn't say, like, I mean, I never wear makeup or um, it's not just beauty. It's the lifestyle behind our brand. And that's what's really driving me, at least. Uh, me personally, so, yeah. mm-hmm. very true. Anuria, um, yeah. If you want a beauty entrepreneur, or for you, if I say also, if you want a creative director, photographer, all these incredible things you do, what would you be doing? I would say anything related to nature. I think yeah. uh, it has to be something, uh, yeah, related related to nature. to being in nature and. And seeing landscape and, and colors and, and create things. Um, I mean, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. I, I say it again. I, I'm in love with your brands, your brand ethos, the community you've built, and even more so YouTube. I mean, I feel like it's my doppelganger of business. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Um, I, where can everyone find both yourselves on social media and your brand? Oh, well, um, it's uh, at Rose Beauty. 
um, to find the brand. And Noria is freckles newer, and you won't be disappointed if you've never looked at her pictures. And I'm Gabriela Salord. You, know. you have to follow them all. And uh, I put all hyperlinks in the summary, so it's easy to just click straight away. Um, and check out Rose. Um, honestly, like the products are incredible. Um, just, yeah, rose.co. Check it out. And um, thank you so much. And I can't wait to hopefully meet in person. We'll be doing spin classes, nature walks, and we'll do the whole thing. So Beauty masks. Beauty masks, everything. The whole, the whole shebang. <laughs> we'll speak very soon. And thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Acast Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable Main goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.